Well, good morning. Here we are on Thursday, October 25th, and this is our second episode of We Choose to Rise. So what I wanted to talk about this week or what was really on my heart after uh, last week was what is your plan or your strategy? Um, I think this is something in my life that's been completely lacking. Um, No one ever taught me how to play chess. I don't think anyone really taught me the massive importance of having goals um, so that I could work to accomplish things. I just sort of had this mindset of accomplish, just set my mind on something and do it, do it or don't do it. It was this all or nothing mentality. Maybe that's where some of my perfectionism came in was I just felt like if I couldn't just do it, then I sort of lost my my desire. I didn't and maybe it's because, you know, as a youth, sports speaking, you know, a lot of things did come easily to me, so I didn't really have to work for them. And so no one ever taught me um, the value of if I really wanted things, I had to, you know, continue to practice. I mean, of course, I, I practiced sports because that's what you did when you were on a team, but I don't know that that principle was ever really instilled in my brain. And so... Um, I was listening to Dave and Rachel Hollis again, and yes, you're going to hear me talk about them because you know what, right now they're my thing. They're my current thing that's really uh, speaking into my life. It's always going to change. It's always going to be something else, but they're on Facebook. Um, Rachel has a book, Girl, Wash Your Face. I just got it this weekend, and I'm about to start reading it, and I'm super excited. I've heard amazing, amazing things about it, and she's just a really empowering woman speaker, and if you haven't checked her out, you should. Um, but so um, for this last 90 days that they're currently doing, um, every morning on Facebook they do a live. And because of my work schedule, I'm not always able to catch it, but I do go back and listen to it when I can. And the other morning I literally laughed out loud because Dave said maybe it was on their live or maybe it was on their podcast. I don't know. But anyway, it doesn't matter. He said if you don't know where you're going, you will definitely not get there. And it really just, I I did. I mean, I just, I laughed out loud. Amen, right? I don't have a plan. Um, I've just, you know, I stumbled on this 90 days challenge. Kind of just said, hey, I'm going to make the best of it. Um, And another thing I've heard them say is hope is not a strategy. And the first time I heard that, I didn't really understand. I mean, it's kind of catchy, right? Okay, yeah, hope's not a strategy. But I didn't actually get what that means Um, until I heard them unpack it a little bit further. You know, hope isn't a strategy, is a powerful statement because so many of us just do that. We just hope that our diet is going to change. We hope that our life is going to change. We we just think that um, if we hope for these things or we want these things, that, you know, maybe it'll just work out. But that's actually not real, and that's not how we get to a successful place. And I think that that's why so many of us get trapped in these cycles of of not accomplishing the things that we want, whether it's setting a new health goal, whether it's quitting something, whether it's starting something, you know, I think that so many of us lack that um, strategy and that plan. So when I first went into uh, the last 90 days, I was just excited. I'd found something that was kind of speaking into what I was thinking. So it was, you know, helping me to put it into action. And the first two weeks were great. The first two weeks are always great, right? We've got momentum. We've got excitement. We're, we're charging into it with all that we have. But then the third week, you know, the reality is, is, is it, 
is it's now a chore. It's now a task. It's now something that we have to continue to pursue. And I think that it loses that momentum. And I know for me, a lot of times that is where I would fall. Um, And like I said last week, you know, have the cookie, but then rather than just saying, okay, dude, no big deal. You had a cookie. You know, I would say, oh, I failed. I completely failed miserably at this. I'm just going to buy 10 boxes of cookies and I'm, I can't, I can't do this. What was I thinking? And all that negative self-talk and self-sabotage then comes in. And then we give ourselves an excuse to continue to be the way that we've always been. Um, that's what we're telling ourselves. And so, um, after this podcast last week, I really realized a couple of different things. One, uh, that was huge to me was that part of the reason that that third week really failed for me was that I didn't have a plan. You know, get up an hour early is great, but it's so typical me. I wanted to do like 10 things with that hour. It's one hour. What is the most important thing for me to get in that hour? How do I want to use the hour? How was I planning on using that hour? And I didn't know. So the first week I really used that whole hour for devotions. And the second week I used that whole hour for exercise. Um, the third week I just wasn't getting up that hour early because I didn't have a clear cut plan, couldn't make a decision, uh, you know, of what I was going to do with it. And so the importance of it sort of went to the, to the wayside and then I just didn't, didn't do it. Um, so I, I need to make a plan. What do I want to use that hour for? Make a plan and then and then execute that plan. And and the other thing that I realized, um, which ties in perfectly with having a plan, is that I did lie last week. There is a food group that I have a problem with. I just don't think of it as a food group because I was being too narrow in my thinking. The food group that I have a problem with is fast food. And the reason I partake in fast food is because I don't plan. I'm not a planner. When we leave church and we go to 11 o'clock, I know I'm going to be starving. My whole family is going to be starving. And I know that when we get home, no one made food because we didn't get up early before we went to church. That's why we went to late church. And so the temptation to go through fast food at that point in time is so great because we want that instant gratification. We just want to eat be fulfilled and go home. Um, but I don't eat. Like I will open my fridge and my cupboard multiple times a day and turn down foods that I've purchased because I know, you know, my kids and my husband eat differently than I do. I, I don't eat a lot of chips. I don't eat bread and I don't eat a lot of that stuff not just because it's not healthy because I don't actually feel good when I eat those things. And so I'll make these healthy choices all day and then in one meal I will eat things that I would have turned away for a week, right? And why is that? It's literally a lack of preparation. I did not prepare ahead of time. I didn't have a strategy. So my food that I will be giving up for the remainder of these 90 days is fast food. I need to plan ahead. I need to have some healthy snacks in my purse or in my car or when we are leaving and we do decide to go to late church, then I should make something in the crock pot so that when we come home, you know, we know that that food is available. That is a strategy. That is not hoping that I'll make that choice. That's me planning for knowing myself, knowing my weaknesses and making a decision to say, 
I don't want to make that choice anymore. So rather than just have my mindset be hooked on, I don't want to make that choice anymore. I'm actually putting a strategy in place for myself because nobody knows you better than you. You know the excuses you tell yourself. You know the garbage that you tell yourself to allow yourself behaviors that aren't good for you. Um, You have to combat that person. That's who you're up against. That's your enemy. So what are the tricky things that that person says to you? Okay, so chocolate is a weakness for you. Well, there are really healthy um, kind bars, for example. They have a delicious chocolate bar, but it only has like five grams of sugar. Um, You know, just get off the all or nothing mentality. You know, focus on what you can accomplish and, and put those little things small Put small victories planted in your day, you know, so that you don't, at the end of the day, I mean, right, listening to to these conversations in the last 90 days, right, there are people who are like, I'm trying to give up, you know, dairy, gluten, and what, I mean, those are massive things to give up all by themselves. Like, why do we set our, we pick these unrealistic goals, and that's exactly what I did for myself last year. And I'm not ready to reveal to you just yet what my secret goals were. But I I just woke up and said, I'm just not going to do these things in my life anymore. And I thought I was just going to magically wake up on the first of the year. And because I had this desire to not be that person or do these things anymore, that I was just going to do that. Um, And really set myself up for failure because then when I couldn't attain that, then I could tell myself what a failure I was and complete the cycle of of these negative things that we do. But, you know, what I didn't realize was that I set a goal at the first of the year of something I wanted to accomplish. And since then, I have spent the whole year struggling to attain that goal, but still pushing for it. And now as the year comes to a close, you know, whether or not I have executed it perfectly, I've come further along on the journey than I was last year. And now with all of this energy that I've had behind the rest of this year, I can use laser focus in these last few months to really push through and achieve that goal. And that's more motivating than just waking up and saying, I'm just going to be someone different. I'm just going to do all these different things. So what is your plan? What is your strategy? If you don't have one, make one. And and don't make it so big that you can't accomplish it. You know, small, small victories. I remember this reading once, um, and I read um, a lot of different daily places. I need to get information from lots of different sources to keep my head straight. But I just remember reading that, that like frenzied change, you know, that you're quickly trying to accomplish versus just small, steady changes. It's, it's always so much more productive when you just implement some small, steady changes. So don't change your whole diet. Don't change your whole life. Pick Pick a couple, one or two places where you can implement some new things day in and day out and stick with those things. Write down the things that you want and and then don't just write them down though, like pursue them every single day. They say that success comes in your daily habits and things become habit by doing them every day. So don't have the all or nothing or I'm a fail. I mean, just get back up every day 
every day, every day, do the same things, choose the same things, make the same choices. And if you just continue with that, eventually these new things will become a part of your life and you won't have to think about them anymore. And then you can start thinking about and reaching for new things rather than fighting that same battle with yourself. So I just really encourage you, um, make a plan, make a plan. Um, Aaron and I got a planner and each have a planner and yes, we're big talkers. We both talked about it, about sitting down on Sunday night and just putting our week on paper so that we knew where each day was going. We had a plan. We weren't just on the non-plan plan. Like we are the king and queen of winging it seriously. We are on the non-plan plan. That's our plan. What are we doing this week? I don't know. What are we doing today? I don't know. Where are we going? I don't know. And you want to know how we're going to get there? Not, well, we are going to get there. We're going to get exactly where we're going because if you don't know where you're going, you're definitely not going to get there, right? We, we have these dreams and we have, the, you know, we have these moments where we just talk about life and it's so exciting. I mean, we both have such visions and imaginations and we're both relatively gifted at communication and so when we do come together and we talk about these things that we want I mean it's just it's so uplifting and exciting and then the next day we don't do anything nothing different happens because neither of us have it's a muscle right planning budgeting you know picking something that's far away and working for it and not getting that instant gratification. And I don't think that my husband and I are alone in this. I think this is a issue in our society. We want everything now. We've been, we've been taught that everything comes now and we're teaching our kids the same. I mean, my goodness, you know, you ask my toddler to wait two minutes for something and he about has a meltdown. I mean, not only have we become programmed that we want everything now, we want it quick, we want it fast, we want it easy, but we're teaching our children that too. And I think really learning to set some goals, and I think that's why it's so important to have two kinds of goals. Have a big, hairy, scary goal, kind of like I set for myself going into the new year, but then give yourself some small goals so that along the way, you can feel victory because when we're feeling loving and kind to ourselves, we are more likely to treat ourselves with love. I mean, everything stems from your thoughts. And if you think, if you say to yourself, okay, because I used to be the queen of this as well. Um, Well, I've just never been good at that. I've never been good at that. You know, you're automatically starting that conversation, giving yourself an out. Do you want to change? Do you want to pursue your health? Do you want to pursue a new career? Do you want to pursue uh, letting go eating ice cream every night or losing a few pounds or eating better or just feeling better? You know, if you want those things, your mindset has to be set on accomplishing it, not wanting it. A beautiful, beautiful friend of mine spoke into my life on that this summer uh, we hadn't gotten together in a lot of years, and she came over, and she's just really had some uh, amazing personal growth in her life, and we were just talking about, um, you know, these things, and I, I, she said to me, you know, well, people can get stuck on wanting, you know, their mind stuck on wanting it, and it just really hit me, because no one had ever said that to me before, you know, I've I've been around this 
Plexus World for over a year now, and there are these amazing, uplifting, motivational women all around my life. And, you know, this conversation and these words, you hear them, you hear them, you hear them all the time, but they're just, they're just not sinking in, right? I hear people talk about mindset and it would just drive me crazy. You know, you just have to have the mindset. And if your mind is set, then, you know, you you do it. And I was like, yeah, that's great. That's great. I hear you. But what you're saying to me isn't translating into action. I I can't I hear what you say. I'm all pumped up. We're at the rally, right? Woohoo, you can do this. Set your mind to it. But then I could never execute it. I could never execute it. And I remember hearing this as well, which spoke to me on many, many levels. A dream without a plan is a wish. And I I am wishing all day, every day for a world of change. I'm a wisher. I, I've i never known how to make plans besides pick up the phone, call my girlfriend and say, hey, you want to you wanna sit in your hot tub tonight? I mean, that's me making plans. There are a few places that I've made plans, um, but never personal a plan to say, I'm going to, I choose this. And so my point in all of this rambling is that your mindset is so important. If your mind is set on the fact that you've always failed, guess what, friends? You're going to fail. That's what your mindset means. It means that your mind is set. So what is your mind set on? Is your mind set on, I've always been this way, I'm never going to change? Because if that's what your mind is set on, that's exactly what you're going to continue to do. Is your mind set on wanting it? Because that's where mine was. I wanted it. I wanted it so bad to the point that when people said to me I didn't want it, it was, it it pissed me off, really, honestly. Like, how dare you tell me I don't want it bad enough? You have no idea. No, I didn't not want it bad enough. I didn't believe in myself. I didn't change my mindset to say, I want that. I need to say, I am that. I'm doing that. I'm going for that. You know, speak it. You know, the things that you say to yourself, you are always listening. So what is your mind set on? If you truly want better health this year, if you truly want to let go of some of your bad habits, you have got to tell yourself, you've got to take control of that brain. You've got to start telling it who's boss. Don't let those negative thoughts run the ship. You run the ship. You are the master. You are the one who tells it which way to go. If you want this year to be your year, if you want this month, this week, this day, you have to take control of your mindset and set your mind on that success. Speak it into existence. I am going to take these vitamins every day. I am going to drink this water every day. I am going to exercise. I I'm doing it. Speak it. Because when you say that, something happens in your brain and it starts to listen and you will start to do things the way that the person you want to become will do things because you're doing it right. If you say to your brain, I've always done this, it's like, okay, it's listening. It's always listening. So really focus this week on your mindset. What is your mind set on? Is it set on what the past is? Or are you setting it on something in the future and telling yourself affirmations, positive affirmations? I am doing this. I can't, not, not I want to do this or I'm going to do this. I am doing this because 
that is in present tense and you your body will start to listen. You can change. We all can change. Our brains, they're neuroplastic. That means they are bendable, they are changeable, and everything starts with a thought. So if you think you can do something, a positive reaction happens inside of your head and, and a positive thought tree, as Dr. Carolyn Leaf will say, will, will form. But if you think a negative thought, it, it forms a negative. I mean, it actually forms a negative pathway in your head. So you can change who you are by changing what you think. And by changing what you think, you can set your mind on some things. So this week, just be really intentional about what you want and then changing your mindset to achieving it. Not just saying you want it. That's not enough. You have to tell yourself that you can do it and make a plan. And it doesn't have to be a big grand master plan. It doesn't have to take hours. Keep it simple. What do you want to do this week? Okay. You know that I know that Friday nights are a huge trigger for me. We talked about it last weekend. So what can we do this Friday? We can have a crock pot dinner ready and we can have a plan to do something with our kids so that when we hit the door on Friday, food is ready. We can just come home, be together as a family, do family game night or go to a movie or do something. That's our plan. That's what we're going to execute this week because Fridays I hit the door at like 536 o'clock. I'm tired. I'm done. Isaac's been at daycare. Cora's had a full week of school. Aaron's had a full week of work. I've had two days of getting up early, getting everyone out the door, going to work myself, coming home, you know, and repeat. Those are just, it's just Fridays are a really easy time to want to order a pizza, just eat junk food, lay around, watch TV and do nothing. So we had a conversation this week. Okay, Friday's a trigger for me. So what can we do? All right, boom, crockpot dinner, something at 5 a.m. That means making that plan means preparation. That means Friday morning I'm going to have to get up early and put something in the crockpot before I get Cora out the door to school and Isaac off to daycare and me off to work. But knowing that ahead of time and planning for that takes all the stress out of it. I can just get up. I can think about all day today what's in the cupboard and what I want to throw in that crock pot tomorrow morning and boom, I can throw it in. We come home and the problem is solved. Planning and preparation, having a strategy. That is my my challenge for you this week so that you can achieve your goals. Thank you so much for your time and I hope you just have wonderful days today. Go out into the world and be the best you. God bless.